The following show contains spoilers for episode 5 of Survivor 41. Hello again. Hello Hello again. Hello again. Hello again. Welcome back to RNG Show. Here we are about to talk about a bunch of Survivor stuff. We are following the season along, Survivor Season 41. It is filled with many interesting situations, some fun, some maybe frustrating. Uh, Either way, as they happen, we track them, we count the points, and talk about the episode. So here we are, everybody. Uh, We got a pretty decently sized group with us, especially compared to last week. Uh, I'm here, Toon, yet again. We're also joined by Flying. The, you're jumping to me what you're at the Hi. top of the alphabetical order oh yeah alpha alphabetizing stuff whatever i I don't remember what the heck happened despite watching this episode twice <laughs> all right so that's flying he's on the the flame pog empire team uh next up we got jimmer wow i love this episode i really do i can't wait to talk so much about it jimmer of course is with me on blockbuster definition the jimmer best said, team jimmer said that he just watched this episode like an hour ago so yeah and should be more <laughs> fresh in your minds than anybody's we also in one ear and out the other soaring here I- i'm getting a bit concerned too i don't think the rest of the folks joining us today are very enthusiastic for whatever reason that's okay we'll we'll get, a- get across <laughs> soaring is on the team titled The Friends We Made Along the Way, along with Fred. Hello. Who is here? You're dead to Hello. me. Hello. I know. <laughs> don't, 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 don't talk. Don't talk. Okay. I will no longer speak for the rest of the episode. Nothing bad happened to you this week. Oh, don't get me started, <laughs> dude. So, something Nothing, bad happened no, 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 to no, my moral, clear. my morale. Nothing... Nothing bad happened to my team. Something very bad has happened to my psychology, my, my <laughs> mental health after this goddamn episode. My god, we might as well start with it because we're here. I'm so sick of Tiffany. I'm, I was sick of <laughs> Tiffany like three episodes ago. And this episode just keeps churning out more Tiffany content in response to like just everything on Yase. And she's just the smuggest, most, like, <laughs> overconfident, like, oh, yeah, I know everything that's going on. When she, when she, she's so bad. She's just such Love. a terrible player. And it, it's driving me insane how much they focused on her, the entirety of the Yase section. It was just I, I all Tiffany. I I just love how she doesn't really have like a hero or a villain or or winner's headed like vibe going or anything like that, but like while she's on camera, she's mugging out the entire topic. Oh, you guys are, are, are sh- showing my victory story right now. Oh, look at this part where I turn the tides of the game. And no, the and, Tiffany and it, winner edit. No, and it just retroactively makes me so mad about the. Xander versus Voce vote because they oh. literally voted off Voce because of Tiffany to get Tiffany to shut up, right? 
<laughs> yes. to get Tiffany to like be on their side and be loyal because she she just couldn't let it go and she she just doesn't understand the situation. So they voted with her so that she would like to appease her. And now here we are, you know, two or three episodes later, and she suddenly like she she suddenly she thinks she's the big dog on campus. Like I I have I genuinely have no idea where she gets this attitude from. It's a really because interesting everything that's mix happened of, since is not to of, that of sort of like the cluelessness in uh, the Voce boot episode where she doesn't understand the advantages and like doesn't you know, like isn't seeing the reason behind voting one person or another. And then you have Evie and Liana willing to sort of bend that way. But then, yeah, we like get these couple episodes later where Tiffany is like really seeing herself as this sort of like mob boss, ultra game player with like Sydney at the, uh, the ship wheel Island. And then this episode being like, Oh, you know, we got to get rid of Evie. Evie's too strategic. And, oh, let's, like, specifically go and look at Xander's advantages so we can learn the details, even though they had learned all of the details already. Yeah, and I, 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 I don't, I don't get it. Because, like, I was, I, 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 I just don't get it. I don't know what <laughs> Liana's position is here either. Because I thought Evie and Liana were, like, the duo, right? Were the two. And then, like, Tiffany was their next number mm-hmm. and then Zayner was the number after that. But then, you know, Leon's like, oh yeah, let's look at his thing or whatever. And that might just be like her That's, that's just like opportunistic, right? That's just oh, we have a moment and Tiffany still doesn't understand what the <laughs> advantage does, despite being described it twice. Right? I guess, but like you're taking such a huge risk just to explain something incredibly basic that you've done a million times to somebody that just refuses to understand it. I also, neither of them knew about the extra vote. I think Evie did. I thought that Xander had come back and has been like, Hey everyone, I went to this Island and you could risk or you could stay safe. And I totally risked. Okay. He did. He, he did straight up tell everybody. Okay. So that <laughs> yeah, wasn't at a the very least. I was pretty sure Evie knew, and if Evie knew, then Liana def- definitely knew. Yeah, so I don't know if they forgot, but it doesn't seem like they're really getting any extra information. I guess they are at least confirming what they have. I don't know. It's just the way it was set up in the episode. It just seemed like really a lot. I guess I don't know. It's just dumb. This is weird. I think it's the word. Yeah, and then we have we have Tiffany later, and you know, not to just back on one person, but this is just kind of a <laughs> current topic. Yeah, Tiffany just keep like looking at the camera, making all these funny faces, and Xander is like explaining the <laughs> idol, and then you know gets a little caught up because apparently he was trying to lie about it, and then she has now become the mastermind that you know has known all the information all along, and how dare he try to lie to her. She's like, oh yeah, I'm onto you, Xander. I'm like, you're not onto anything. You're really not. <laughs> but, like, whatever. I, I also don't know why Xander's lying about it here. That's, it just seems like such a misplay for no reason. Like, I I don't know, dude. Everyone, I think it's because just... Evie has, like, some... And this is one of the things on Survivor, right? Where it's like, we just lose the information in the middle. But it's like, Xander and Evie seem to at least in Xander's mind, become this, like, tight duo. And then somehow hasn't noticed 
an alliance between Liana and Evie or something because Xander sees Liana at the bottom, which is why he's trying to rope Tiffany into their duo. <laughs> I just don't understand like where where he's really at or like how he's sort of missing that Evie is closer to the other people. But then I'm also surprised yeah. to see Tiffany being like, hey, Evie has to go. Because that's not what I would have imagined at all. For all we know, like, what we've seen so far has just been, like, misdirection for to serve the in-episode drama or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. that... And just the way... <laughs> hold on. Just the... Just on top of all of that, on top of all of the, like, this episode annoyances, the way it's edited makes it so clear that we're not losing Tiffany anytime soon. And I dread the rest of this, like, <laughs> pre-merge. <laughs> it's the winner's edit. God. Well, if, if we're going to keep returning to this idea of the <laughs> winner's edit, then we really, I feel like, need to devote some time to how over-the-top uh, Chantel's edit has been so far through the season. It is absurd because, what they're doing. You know, as someone who like, you know, at times will try try to look through this veil or pick up on patterns or anything, uh, you know, Tiffany or not Tiffany, sorry, Chantel started off like with a pretty solid base, uh, reminiscent of someone like Tommy, who just kind of is able to stand out against most of the cast as someone who might be winning, but it is just transformed into this crazy like <laughs> indescribable thing where the editors keep giving us like this content where we're seeing everything from Chantel's perspective and she gets her theme song played every episode mm -hmm. and we get the emotional flashbacks every time and like everything is just played Wait, out Wait, I I want I want to bring this up. Show. Have we seen a flashback from Chantel before yet? We didn't we just no, no, get no, no, one no, no, last no. time. We're talking no 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 no. We're talking about how they had like several pictures of her from like real life. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, also yeah, the that's, picture that's what of I'm like saying. Her I, I could have sworn that we got her Chantel's flashback last episode. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like, is this the first time we're getting a flashback for her? Because that's really late. Are there other people we haven't seen flashbacks for yet? Yeah, we know we know they're not going home if they don't have a flashback. Well, we, we flashbacks Eric went home without a flashback, or Abraham rather. Did he? Did he? Yeah. Did he not have a flashback episode one? Nope. <sighs> and I Folk and I thought this was was Chantel's second one. I, th I thought he had like the very first flashback. I don't think so. I also don't know what you're talking about because I was pretty sure JD didn't have any kind of this thing. Oh, JD. Um, told, J JD definitely JD was did. like the first was, one to get a full yeah. scene. And that was uh, at the Are first summit? Are you talking summit? about him? Talk, like his like sob story? No, I'm like, not talking like I'm first... talking like the montage of their like yeah. life story. We, yeah, first, yes. first episode no, summit. JD. Yeah. First episode summit was JD. So either way, we are uh, <laughs> missing out on the full information here. But regardless, uh, the point still stands that it really seems like Chantel's just being very like over edited in the sense where 
looking at the field unless it's like very specifically meant to be like a big shocker when she goes home. Uh, like I really can't see anybody other than Chantel winning because they're not really giving anybody else as much depth or time. Yeah, by a huge margin. Because even like if you look at this tribe, right, <laughs> especially now what's left of it, uh, where you have Ricard and Chantel who, you know, in the game, in the moment, are technically like on pretty much even ground at this point. They don't have any other numbers to rely on except now Chantel has met Liana. Um, they've made pretty much all the same moves and everything, but Ricard is, you know, always shown as very one dimensional and has constantly been just like, I want to get this person out. And then that person doesn't go home versus Chantel, who we're always hearing like both sides, both options, totally her perspective, what she wants to do, how she wants to do it. It's just such a, such a huge difference. And I mean, like just to, you know, quantify it if you just you know uh glimpse over our timeline way over half of the like list of names is has sean in it and for this episode sure like like, it makes sense because she was kind of at the center of this episode but you know they could have told the story in a different way too where it's you know ricard's seat and he's stuck between uh, you know, betraying Chantel because she might be out for his advantage mm-hmm. or going for, you know, the easy vote in in Genie. I don't know. But... I feel like even on location, production had an idea where things were going. Just the seating at Tribal Council seems too perfect where uh, Ricard and Genie have the shorter <laughs> seats and Shan has the tall seats. Yeah, and Shan is in the middle towering above them with the taller stump yeah yeah the whole thing is just really belligerent and if you know just like jd last episode where it was kind of like almost sort of a make or break this one for Chantel, we were kind of noticing during the episode like this is either an amazing moment where it is super surprising and ricard and genie somehow band together and get rid of Chantel. And it's this tragic, you know, story or Chantel, you know, just continues through this vote and will somehow, uh, you know, go into the merge bottom of the numbers and still come out on top in the end singing her theme song. I'm thinking this is where we're going to like see Chantel turn and like get a full on villains at it. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I they show the, you know, the devious side. When they play the music, but otherwise, you know, I don't think so. That's what they're saving Ricard for, is to be the bad guy. Yeah. No, he's he's the evil one. And it's going to be a great moment of triumph when Chantel votes out her number two, the big villain. And <laughs> that's the, the moment among so many others. Because what's interesting, you know, is as well is even though she's made all these like crazy moves and all these aggressive moves about like the advantages and all this stuff so far, it's still pre merge. So when they do merge, no one's really going to know anything that went on on this tribe. Sure. You know, they can tell stories, but no one's going to know how quick she was to get rid of JD after taking his advantage or it's also all he said, she said. Yeah. So it, Mm -hmm. you know, really 
and I think we mentioned this a couple episodes ago with Yase sort of attempting the intentional Matt Singh strategy where they go into the merge low on numbers. Um, it seems like Yua is actually the one who's been able to sort of pull this off. And um, if we do end up going into a merge soon, I still think we have a couple episodes to go. But if we if we do, then I can see Yua and Yase sort of like grouping together against Luvu. And then Luvu just kind of petering out. <laughs> well, something's happening next week. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was gonna remind. Uh, I believe Toon and Fred don't watch the next next time on. Correct. So yeah. we know we know there's some kind of twist happening next week. Okay. Um, we we got. I'll, I'll explain it to you. Uh, we got a shot of Jeff saying, "Drop your buffs." Okay. And then and then oh. we got a shot of Jeff saying. Well, <laughs> did I say we're merging? <laughs> Not exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, something, something's going on. Something new. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's twelve people here, so they could do like a six and six sort of thing, or maybe they could, uh, you know, pull back to some of these other seasons, and maybe they like do a six and six, but they live on the same beach or something. I have an even better idea. And why why would they drop their buffs? Because Maybe, they're drawing new buffs. I'm curious if if they might be like doing some sort of challenge that might determine their tribe placement. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Even better, they bring back the outcast twist. <laughs> 6v6 dun, v6. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> back from Pearl Islands. Uh, people well, that are eliminated will come back from a- the game. The game within a game also gave us a clue as to uh, some format twist that might come up next week. Huh. I, I, I Why? Didn't, I didn't see that clip. The, <laughs> uh, the clip from Jeff. Yes, I skipped Jeff. Jeff. Oh, you can't. You can't watch the Jeff spoilers. I will, I yeah, mean, I skip Jeff every single time. Jeff's a freak. They're usually pretty minor. Like last week it was, would you look inside somebody's bag? Yeah, and now when they looked inside exactly someone's you bag, don't watch then it. it ruins the moment. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> he, he 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 did give a, a format hint, but like it feels like a separate twist from what we were already hinted at in the next time on. Oh, okay. All right, we'll find out. Look, Kim, but... Cam, Cam, look, we you and I are just on on different planes of existence from the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we just we're not on the same but I do here. now that That's now okay. that you've brought it up. I do want to talk about the uh the game within the game, especially cuz it happened so early in this episode and I feel like it, yeah. it usually happens. Yeah. Can we a not talk about the game within the game? No. Uh <laughs> this one and I feel like I say this every single week, but I feel like this was probably the easiest one so far, right? In terms of the uh What's it called? The, the actual Rebus. Rebus puzzle, yeah. Yeah, the Rebus puzzle was... so. Yeah, definitely. Like, I know, you know, surely as we see more and more of these, we will get slightly better at deciphering them. However... Are you guys saying that it wasn't a reference to the raw fish that washed up on the beach? <laughs> yes. Uh, learning curve, right? There's no learning curve to this one. Uh, it's literally <laughs> just the word. Like, it was just learning, right? And it was curved. Yeah. <laughs> There's no thought to it. You just see it. You're like, oh, that's the answer. Uh, uh, the scramble this week, what, what were the two? It was war and raw were the the two options. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got the winners at war, and you got the uh, raw, like raw, raw fish, raw meat. Yeah. So you know, raw once men. upon a time, I really did think that this, all these words we were like unscrambling, were going to turn into one big like sentence scramble. But looking at what we have now, I really uh, don't don't know. Also. Uh, all of my answers are gone now, so I'll have to go back and uh, fill those back in. But regardless, <laughs> oh, no. a lot of these words seem very unrelated, and especially they're all like three-letter words, so I can't imagine it's going to turn into like one sentence about wars and toys and urns, you know? In the Great Urn War of 1973. <laughs> a child lost its toy. <laughs> it was washed ashore and gained immunity idle powers. All right, so let's see. We can... Uh, uh, well, I, well, right after we see this thingy, we get into <laughs> the immunity challenge. Yeah, yeah no, uh, which is, I was going uh, to this immunity challenge, with, and we have the best this idea scene. that Luvu you know, might want to throw this challenge again, but mm-hmm. it seems like they just kind of threw that in because nothing else interesting is happening over at Luvu. <laughs> So now we're at the challenge. Uh, so Wait, I think we got to talk about some some drama going on at Ua before we talk about the challenge. We've been talking about Ua drama all episode. Yeah, but what about the what about the idol? Okay, the idol. So, Genie, like many of us at home, is thinking that the idol must have been re-hidden somewhere. So she goes out searching, looking. And she does find it, but instead of opening it, she goes back to camp. And says, "Hey guys, I have the idol. Let's put it on the ground." What? What? What is this move? What? It's because Chantel is so good at the game that she has Genie completely (laughs) wrapped around her finger. Where Genie finds an idol and isn't thinking, "Oh, this is what I need. This is what I need to survive." Yeah, this is what. Instead of thinking, "This is this is my key. This is how I make it through the rest of the game," she's thinking, "Oh, I should I should see what." Chantel thinks about this i mean Maybe, i'm yeah, happy uh, about that because it's points but like so genie. yeah so genie takes it back and it's like should we open this I'm like no 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 bad idea and genie goes out goes for a little swim Chantel and ricardo are like all right <laughs> let's do it let's open it up we're so sneaky <laughs> uh so they crack it open they learn about broccoli uh and then they <laughs> it this super like bold move ricardo's like yeah so genie i think at the challenge we are going to try and fake out the other tribes for no reason uh we're gonna say the phrase that we know exactly even though even though brad well no no there is a reason that there is no i know i know but but still you know they're gonna say the phrase and try and expose the other people and yeah that Sounds about good. Like, and you don't like, need to say a... it. I won't say it. We'll just have Chantel specifically say it. Like, now, I wish that's... this wasn't a lie. I wish it wasn't a lie. It would have been, be really been pretty fun. It would have been pretty fun. But Jeannie, you know, instead of being suspicious of this at all, it's like, oh, that was a perfect idea. Let's do it. <sighs> so then we go to the challenge. The We're on the map. too easy for Chantel. Uh, Chantel drops the tree line, the broccoli line, and then hands it over to uh Xander who maybe with a flash of pain in his eyes talks about <laughs> how uh you know butterflies are his dead relatives speaking to him or something saying hi saying hi yeah and then Jeff is like man you guys are so weird 
who like who would say those <laughs> things why would you ever say that <laughs> you guys are so weird and wacky you guys are so quirky and jeff's like all right let's move on let's get out of here uh and then just like on the podcast missy was like wait <laughs> i am so confused right now and confused as confused as what as this year a goat on no no he, he he stumbles across his words here. he's like i'm as uh as confused as a goat on astroturf ah yes so we and then right we go into the flashback which <laughs> yes it, honestly this, so was, good. this was a really this great year. one i love this one when they pulled this <laughs> off on us uh so we go flashback yeah this is this here finds the this idol is good editing this is what i liked they, you know sometimes the flashbacks are oh they were cool at first when they first started doing them and they started to be Maybe a little much, but this one was good. This one where Nasir says the line that we already know, and it just hits perfectly. Uh, so the idols, yeah, because we're like, all wait, what? We we didn't think we found it yet. <laughs> yeah, idols are so all activated. You know, everyone can vote again. Uh, and Xander yeah, we finally, yeah, we finally get the payoff to this <laughs> that we've been hearing about for so long now. We don't get the reaction shots, though. We don't get to see how Luvu reacts to Nasir saying he, he's a goat on AstroTurf. And, like, Xander and Sean, unfortunately, I wanted to see, oh, yes, it actually worked. Uh-huh. I just uh, like how proud of himself. We, we had those reaction shots. <laughs> the reaction shots were our reactions. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah, we get we get that finally get some payoff <laughs> and then we go into the challenge pretty pretty solid challenge uh you know we've all seen the different elements of this one before but they make their way through and it comes down right to the end and uh <laughs> unfortunately if you had seen the episode title at any point then you probably could guess uh who was about to lose because uh of course on Yua, we have Ricard and Jeannie seeming like they might be the targets because it wouldn't ever be Chantel. And pretty easy to brand as the strategist or the loyalist. So, of course, Yua loses immunity. Uh, but, hey, Yase winning challenges. It's true. Who would have thought? it? I didn't it? think that this was going to happen. Tiffany I was, was on record thing. saying it wouldn't happen. Yeah, we had a whole thing about how... Uh, it's probably more likely that Yase just loses challenges mm-hmm. over and over after they went down to four and they haven't lost since other than maybe the reward, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. They've won every immunity challenge ever since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before uh, we get the chance to spend the rest of our episode over at the Yua beach and at Shanville. Yeah. So <laughs> before we get to spend time with Chantel, we get to spend a little bit more time with Chantel as they head over Hell to yeah. the Summit Island. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Liana is there, but she's not really important right now because we have to go over more of Chantel's <laughs> backstory. <laughs> what a, it's just so egregious, dude. It's so belligerent. So they're like, walking up the hill and Chantel's, you know, talking about this and that and then they get to the platform at the top and then Chantel talks a little bit more and then you know graciously gives uh Liana the mysterious advantage that we will learn about soon uh and then Chantel goes back to the beach at home very Chantel centric 
Wasn't she can, with someone? Can we talk about the advantage now? <laughs> yeah. So yes, I. <laughs> I, I like this is so God. funny. This is so funny, dude. The fact that they, you know, they set up this idol at all the beaches where they specifically have to, you know, expose themselves in front of literally everyone at every immunity challenge to try and get not only their votes back but you know the idol as well. And most of the tribes at this point have caught on, right? All of y'all say tribe knows about the phrases. All of you a tribe, what's left of them, uh, knows about the phrases. We know that Deshaun, I think, knows about the phrases. Yes. So pretty much everybody in the game knows at this point who has idols, right? Because we got the three phrases this episode. So Liana gets the advantage that says (laughs) you could ask somebody if they have an idol or an advantage, if they do, they have to, you know, confirm it. And it's like, okay, cool. Okay, no- knowledge is power. Yeah. The knowledge, you know, knowledge you get to know power. what they have. No, no, no. Says, as, as, also... as Mango coined it, uh, the go fish <laughs> yeah. advantage. Oh, that's, that's a brilliant name. That's a brilliant name. Also, if they do have one of these things, yeah, if they do have one of these things, you get to take it. So, now it's the go fish advantage wait that's so good so now (laughs) thank you you even if she didn't go through xander's bag she still would have known that xander had an idol now yes so she can just walk up to xander whenever and be like hey xander (laughs) do you have an idol go fish and (laughs) so and so she just the interesting The interesting thing, you have to play this at tribal, I believe. Okay. You have to do it, like, in front of everyone. I'm pretty sure. I, I didn't read all of the, the text, but... Okay. It, yeah. But still. In I mean, either case. You can, you can possibly do case. it, like, after the vote, right? Uh, oh, I don't well, know about I, It that. really depends on the yeah, text. Either way, if, it, if it, these guys end up going to tribal, you know, they can just say... Hey Xander, we're gonna put all your our votes on you. And you'd be like, "What do you mean? I have an idol." And then they'll just be able to uh, <laughs> t- take it from take him. It. No, yeah, nullifier. This is just ridiculous. Like, I feel so bad for Xander. It's it's just I just feel so awful. I feel like he get he's the first one to find it, right? So he's the one that's been going through this whole butterfly nonsense every single episode he's probably sick of it and then he finally he finally gets it done it's finally over and now he just gets taken away it's just it's comical <laughs> this is why you don't tell everyone you have an idol it, well, but it's designed to do exactly <laughs> that okay there's it is there's... so awful okay yeah the design here i i I think that this this go fish advantage isn't completely horrible. I think it's an interesting idea. It's a little too powerful, but there are two other things that that combine make it make it horrible in this season. It's it's this this you know hidden role of oh I have to say these stupid things at at advantages, and it's the not having the vote. Because you no longer have a vote, you have to tell your alliance that you can't vote at tribal. 
that this is the thing that I have that is telling me I can't vote. And that's why everybody knows about it. And so this stupid go fish, it there's no mystery at that point. It's just yeah, hard to win. I, I agree. <laughs> I think the idea behind, like, you know, the, the go fish in the context of regular idols, right, is fine. It's, like you said, a little too powerful, but it's fine. When you specifically designs a whole advantage to expose several people's things, and then also specifically design a thing that says, anyway, that's mine now, it just, it's, it's nonsense. It's utter nonsense. And I'm, I, you know, haha, survivor, too many advantages, but it is kind of, it's getting to me. It's starting to bother me. I... I like the idea of these twists, these three parts, and you've combined them and made it horrible. And <laughs> there should have been a bit more thought put into this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It... I think that's ultimately the thing. It's it's not like any one advantage is the problem. Even, like, something super powerful on its own isn't, like, game ruining or or integrity ruining because, like, when something is so powerful and people have to play around it, then it's interesting. But when there's so many things going on that interact with each other in all these different ways, in in this case, a very, like, unhealthy, really annoying way, then it's a problem. And the game's not fun anymore. There's, there's just so much going on. I'm excited for whatever happens next week. Whatever new wacky twists is gonna ruin everything else. Yes, I don't know. I want to be in this in a spot where I can just laugh at it and just like enjoy watching it and disconnect myself from, you know, whatever I think the show should be. But it's just hard. Like I, I don't know. I like want to enjoy it and just laugh at it, but I find myself just thinking how better it could have been if they just let these guys breathe a little bit. Yeah, and I think if we want to get real into it, I think there's a weird, like, be- because of all this advantage stuff and the way the game's played and, you know, whatever, I think part of that is why we have Chantel edited the way that she is. Because, you know, as we've talked about previously, how much time they have to give to all these really complicated advantages and what they're doing with them ends up taking away from, like, the personality of people. But you still need to edit a winner, so all of the time that you have free is going to have to be put towards that winner, otherwise it's going to feel kind of, you know, like an empty winner Mm -hmm. until the very end, of course. Uh, I guess season 39 doesn't exist then. I mean, it doesn't, but... <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> what but, happened uh, to that? that season? Oh, don't worry about it. But uh, there was I'm, no I'm winner really, at it there. I'm really watching this season, you know, to root on my my, my players, to, to see how, how they get these, these wacky points. <laughs> and you know what? I am with you on that. I think it was either... What players do we have, Fred? Show. <laughs> Shut up. I don't know if it was off-show... <laughs> Or uh, one of the early episodes, but I was like, I am the type of person who doesn't, who would be totally fine just like hard getting the last in points, which is, you know, exactly what's going on. If, <laughs> if I like 
pick the winner, right? Like, if Evie won, I would be totally fine with the way the draft worked out. But now that it's gotten to the point where Chantel just wins and the actual, like, gameplay is so nonsensical and even absolutely infuriating, (laughs) Tiffany, um, (laughs) I can only watch this show for the points. And I don't know if it's just, like, I don't know if it's any one thing that's really getting to me, but I've lost a lot of, like, interest in this season after, uh, compared to how I felt going into it. Yeah, even even I, like, I, you know, on the, kind of the flip side here, at the top of, of the points so far for the season, I just am not finding a lot of motivation. And, and I think I mentioned this when I was talking to Fred last night, is I don't think it's... I don't think I'm getting burnt out on the show. I don't think I'm just tired mm-hmm. of Survivor. I think it's just something about this season just isn't feeling like super fulfilling. And I don't think it's necessarily because it's, you know, because it seems like there's an obvious winner or there's too much like twists and vanges going on because like we recognize, I don't remember if it was last episode or the episode before, but like one of the episodes recently was like really good and you know, everyone seemed to really enjoy it. But it's still just like mm-hmm. not enough to sort of elevate the season, and you know there's still time, right? Because if if you ever like binge watch a season, uh, the pre merge is usually not that memorable compared to the actual merge part. So there's definitely an opportunity for the season to be able to turn itself around. But I know I'm not really sure how they would do it, just kind of based on how it's gone so far uh like if Chantel just spontaneously gets voted out that'd certainly be like shocking but then I would feel like whoever does end up winning would be like too underdeveloped I guess yeah or if they just stopped the advantages then it felt like you know what was the point of the advantages we did have because like even if they're a little overpowered at least they're trying something different but if the limits of trying different are just like exposing yourself when you have an idol and then this one where it's just like the, you know, steal somebody's advantage, I just feel like then they didn't go. I don't know. It's like an interesting thing where I want them to go like extreme with the advantages if they're going to go extreme with the advantages. But it's it's like a weird sort of balance issue, I guess, where like the advantages are like either too weak or too strong or there's not enough or there's too much. I don't know. I don't know what I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just in this weird middling point. And I think I think part of what makes it hard to like keep interest in, in it is the combination of the fact that we have such a clear winner with so much chaos going on around them. Because if it was just the chaos, then I can at least like, you know, like you mentioned, watch watch it and laugh at the ridiculousness and these people trying to deal with all these wacky things um and that we still have like uh what's the word like some kind of tension and and curiosity as to who's gonna win who's gonna make it out of this you know advantage war zone if you will uh but when you and uh conversely you can have a clear winner and still have an interesting show if like 
how they get there is really fascinating. Mm -hmm. But when how they get there is filled with this advantage war zone, it kind of just feels like they either the the advantage either just don't affect them because of because if because of how powerful they are, if they were to affect them, then they would probably not win in some capacity. But because they win, you kind of already know that like it doesn't affect them. So all these new things, you kind of just eh, don't care. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm thinking about this advantage war zone, and I'm, I want to, I want to make another prediction for this season. Okay. Ooh, go for it. I don't think anyone's gonna use the shot in the dark at all. I think I don't think anyone will use it yet. I think once we start to get later on, I feel like we'll we'll see it no. at least once, but. It's no. it's Nobody's definitely it's it. definitely <laughs> like you know in an RPG where you want to save like your last revive or whatever or any item yeah. because you're like yeah. okay I might like I might need it later and if I use it now then like I'm wasting my my one shot and I feel like that's especially relevant like early in the season. Um, they're all gonna like come out on the last episode they're allowed to be used. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think we'll see yeah, at least one. one of them. <laughs> there's one vote that goes through in like one of the most important tribals everyone uses it i think we'll see uh, one of them because otherwise you know they could probably like try and erase it from the season if they really wanted to right because yeah. there's some votes yeah. where they're like oh you know are you afraid that this person is going to use the shot in the dark and like well yeah it's a consideration but i feel like if it just doesn't pay off at all then they probably could have just erased it from existence i don't know it's gonna happen at least once one of these people are gonna no. gonna want to use it no. It seems like a post-merge thing. Yeah. It just feels that way. And I also I also just want to say this uh, after the last sort of segment we had. You know, I the only reason I really, like, feel a need to sort of, like, talk about the show in this way, it's not just to, like, bag on it or trash talk it or anything. It's, you know, it's because I care and I, like, I want it to be good. And I want it to be the best show it can be. And I feel like it's just not quite living up to its full potential. And I know there's other seasons out there that, you know, exist still that are really good and might have what I'm looking for. But I just feel like they are squandering their cast by following the path of the season. Yeah, and it is unfortunate because the cast is, like, genuinely good, right? Like, even characters like Tiffany, who I can't stand, mm -hmm. those characters are good for the show yeah. and for the dynamics and to get me invested because I want to see Tiffany go home. Right. So like <laughs> the cast is good, but again, we always go back to Luvu. Like who on Luvu have we genuinely gotten like a personality out of other than like Sydney in this year, you know? And it's just Deshaun? like, tr okay, true, true, true. But like, we, even Sean's whole challenge at it. <laughs> I, I think like Heather, Erica and partially Sydney have not got enough screen time to I think to like under I think Sydney's no. gotten Sydney has a episode title named after uh, one of her quotes. Uh, Sydney Sydney I feel like is definitely the most relevant feeling oh, person on that tribe. I know we hear it about Nasir a lot, but it just seems like Sydney went to the is summit. Sort of like okay, the okay. Sydney is our our um, Luvu barometer. Okay, right. then apparently I'm not paying attention enough. <laughs> I don't blame you. I mean, Nasir um, had the uh, edit where it was like, oh, wow, we love Nasir. We're so glad to have him on our tribe. 
<laughs> edit that was completely unnecessary. And then the, well, I don't like Nasir on our tribe. Maybe we should get rid of him. And then he was gone the next time. And that's yeah. it. Besides the Eric, throw the challenge to get Erica out. Nothing. Nasir, Nasir is going to make it to the end of the season. I'm also, I'm also calling that mm. just... How, how much? How much people are saying he's going to be the first one out here on on Luvu? <laughs> no, yeah, okay, he's he's going pretty far. That means yeah. And and to even go a little further with like the cast, Sean is great. I like Chantel a lot, and so like it it feels even worse that the editing is the way that it is because like yeah, even though Sean is probably going to be a great winner the editing just makes it feel so silly and it feels so like it undeserved yeah, it's very, it's very forced, because it's I so guess. blatant and it makes you almost yeah. resent her for being kind of overblown in this way because it's turned from like the story of you know Chantel, you know you know maybe rising up or whatever her story ends up being you know from that like the underdog story to instead like being so dominantly shown to us you can't help but root against her for, you know, the sort of hope that it isn't that obvious. Like, yeah, surely, exactly. surely like, it can't be Chantel. I, like, you know, it has to be someone else because why would they make it so obvious? But it's just the case where, mm-hmm. you know, it's Chantel and that's what we get. That's it. And it's just like, she just deserves better is like how I feel about it. Right. It's like, yeah, she just deserves better. The cast just deserves better. Agreed. Uh, anybody else have any, any comments, any thoughts on the episode before we move into the genie went home. <laughs> we oh, yeah. We lost about a player. Usually, how sad. <laughs> Usually how sad. We, we, you know, not spoil, but mention who went home pretty early, but I think we kind of danced around it the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, again, we are <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, a part of the Chantel show. All we can talk about is Chantel yeah, yeah. and things I, surrounding Chantel. So you know, once we got to this second half of the episode, I was like, "All right, it's finally time." And this is worth mentioning too. You know, this is finally time for someone from Blockbuster Definition to leave. All right, it's either going to be Ricardo or Jeannie. There's no way Chantel goes home here. So yeah. we fi- we finally got <laughs> some of what we deserve. However, I honestly really did think that Ricard was going to go home. Uh, I, you know, and they played that little like, uh, whatever you want to call it, an argument uh, between them about the extra vote. You know, Ricard was like totally justified in being uh-huh. threatened. Threatened, but uh, you know, I really thought that Chantel was going to be like, you know what? I guess I can't trust him. He's going home. Uh, I don't see. I don't know what I would have done in this situation. Because I think, you know, Ricard's choice is totally justified, right? Like, as we were watching it, we were like, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, they said it in the show even, that, like, this is what I, you know, Ricard says, this is what I told you to tell JD to get his advantage so that you could vote him out. Mm-hmm. So how could you possibly say that to me and expect me to just hand it to you? But I also... You know, from Chantel's perspective, I can see it being like, you know, he's playing. Yeah. Ricard is a player. If he sees a situation later on that puts him in a much better position by getting out, he's probably going to do it. Compared to somebody like Jeannie, who I don't think would 
ever go against Chantel, mm-hmm. right? Because otherwise she would have done it this. Yeah. This. Um, yeah. What could have vote. been a beautiful moment, right? Is Ricard and Jeannie realizing that they're both on the bottom here somehow and be like, you know what? Let's just get rid of Chantel. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it didn't happen. No. Sadly, Wait, do, no. Do you, do you think Jeannie or Ricard is the better vote here? Just in general, I think I think it does make more sense to keep her card. Honestly, even though I didn't think really? that's what she was going to do, I think it makes more sense because they're about to head into this sort of situation, and I think Ricard at this point is probably just gonna. It's hard to say that he will feel like indebted necessarily to Chantel for keeping him, but I I feel like he is not going to have a lot of options at the marriage and that's going to force him to stay with her uh into whatever alliance they join up with right and you know it's the sort of thing like how last episode jd was talking about uh like trust right and about the advantage being used as sort of a token of trust and how if jd gives the advantage to Chantel, like then they can trust each other but it should have been the opposite way where JD gets to keep the advantage and that way if you know he's not voted out with it and he doesn't vote Chantel out with it now they can trust each other better um but that didn't happen and JD gave the advantage up and then he got voted out in this situation uh now we have Chantel who could have just voted for Ricard and Ricard would have gone home or Ricard could have played his extra vote and you know, at least forced a tie. And, you know, that I guess wouldn't really have helped him much either. But still, uh, they can at least go into the situation with with some trust because now Chantel aligned herself completely with Ricard. Uh, I mean, I guess that's fair. From my perspective, I was just thinking, like, I, I feel like Ricard is stronger socially than Jeannie and... When you're coming into the merge as a tribe of two, like you have to kind of be the uh, the 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 plus one vote for whatever you know tribal alliance you're gonna mingle into. I I don't know. I just don't know if Chantel is like threatened by Ricard at all. It's hard to sort of get down exactly how she feels about this dynamic, especially when we have Jeannie who's saying like, okay, you know, Ricard is the mastermind here. Where from our perspective, you know, it's sort of Chantel who is sort of this upper hand in the duo when they might be even who knows but uh ricardo has also been talking a lot the past couple episodes about how he feels like he's being overshadowed for his decisions yeah so i feel like Chantel probably just doesn't feel super threatened by ricard and i think if i don't know we'll have to see but i just feel like she's it's where she's going is she will be able to outmaneuver anybody who ends up targeting her yeah, almost certainly. So, in a way, I guess it doesn't really matter who she votes out here, but Ricard is at least more tightly aligned with her, where Jeannie right. would have been a number, sure, but wouldn't maybe be super helpful past that. I was going to yeah. say that, yeah. So, shall we move into the points? Let's do Let's it. Let's count them up. Finally. Okay, so the points for episode five, if you want to look at these all and follow along, you can head over to 
rngshow.com slash 41 and check out the spreadsheet or you can just click the link in the show notes and it'll take you right here. Uh, we're on episode five and we have a lot of different points going on here um, thanks to the two idols at the immunity challenge and a reward built in and we had a bunch of advantages found and the summit island <laughs> and uh activating the idols finally and of course opening or closing a bunch of these beware advantages <laughs> so let's go through and break everything down we'll start with the friends we made along the way this week they got 19 points uh fun third yeah, week in a row fact, baby <laughs> they keep getting 19 points i don't know why <laughs> Uh, because it's our lucky number 19 points uh let's see they get immunities for everybody on the tribe uh and they have majority yase so they get a nice little boost there and liana of course gets this advantage from the summit island next up we have the flame fog empire we got three points up to 22 and they got some immunity points from luvu from yase and then they have uh oh there's this is the confusing yeah. one. Sean took the the we, idol. So that's really two points. The idol find twice. So here's how this works. Here's how, here's how this works. Yeah. So the three points, you know, if we're reading just across the line, the three points is for going to the summit island. This is consistent with what we've done all season. Okay. The twist points is where it gets a little more interesting because um, we have one point for not taking the risk at the island we have two points for opening the beware advantage and we have two points for saying the phrase at the challenge and activating the idol so it's a bit complicated so, but that's how it's scored so out. a total of five from three different things yes. she's done this episode one two and two the other weird thing um is whether or not we count her t- grabbing the idol that they put back as an advantage find because I mean, uh, technically yeah, that... she did not find yeah, it. We gave Sheenie the points for finding it and then also a point yes. for Personally, I lean towards Chantel myself in this case, but like I understand the other perspectives as well. Yeah, it's just because the way I thought like about it find it in any way, she kind of just they all knew where it was and she was the one who went and, and picked it up. Yeah, but, like, at the same time, like, within the rules of the game, it is Chantel's advantage, and she was the one to properly claim it. Yes, it was technically neutral after they put it back, but in terms of, like, how it's played, she got, the she way got I did two points it for is, picking it up. Is that it was basically GD finding it and then handing it to Chantel. Yeah. So she should not. So Chantel shouldn't get the extra advantage find points for that. Well, because she did we find don't. it, though. I mean, we there are times where, like, for gifts otherwise. Yes. It's been found. But it, again, it was a game. But it is, again, muddy because it became neutral. I think, I, I think like, I disagree, but, like, I, I'm fine with it. <laughs> okay. It's It's always hard when we have these things happen sort of on the fly, and we just have to defer to either what we've done before or what makes the most sense and i feel like following along with the gift idea is what makes the most sense yeah yeah it's just 
on from my in my mind the it the advantage hasn't been claimed until the beware clause has been activated i guess that's fair right but you know in that same way you feel like genie you know genie certainly deserves some points here for I, I, I agree on a, on a purely moral standpoint. I'm just thinking, like, from a rules of the television sh- game show Survivor standpoint. Hmm. Oh, yeah. No, Jeannie found it and decided not to play it. And then Chantel found it and then decided to play it. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Sean, like, Sean's not getting any points for quote-unquote finding it. But, like, if I put my wallet on a table and then... <laughs> I wake up the next morning and I'm like, where I put my wallet? And then I found it. Does that not count as finding it? Even though I knew where it was? Oh my god. No. Not, you know, not for this. Know it, you know what? He has a point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I it's think, not Chantel's fault that he right. said, hey, found the idol. It's right here. Okay, don't open it. Yeah, and I, I, I still don't think she it. should get the points, but I love the hypothetical. You know, I would agree with Jimmer because it would get me more points. <laughs> I'm fine with the decision we've taken. Like, I'm fine with that being the the way that we're continuing this game. I personally disagree with the ruling, but like, it, it's fine. <laughs> I just want to give yeah, like guess, my perspective on it. Yeah, no, and I think your your argument totally makes sense. I think it just comes down to whether or not we are considering advantage find as quite literally going from not knowing to knowing, right? And with you know, without any prior knowledge, getting knowledge of where the advantage is or is it the action of taking it from a neutral thing to a claimed thing i feel like this is the most we've ever discussed a single rule for the <laughs> for the fantasy system on the episode uh, of this on podcast air. <laughs> on air on, on air yes mm. on air i said on this podcast yeah, okay. Should we consult with the uh, non-involved party on this and discuss later? <laughs> sure. Point. <why> <laughs> let's 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 say let's say that we did and then maybe in like 3 episodes time. Oh, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just try hard to not changed. like retroactively change points. So it kind of mm-hmm. locks us into certain ideas. The one the one big one now for me is the uh, the, the summit island where we gave points to people for going at first but now when they're just kind of like told to go to the island it feels like they're less uh-huh. deserving of points but you know we're doing our best out here and next season we will have more rules and they probably won't do this ever again so <laughs> <laughs> I, I just gonna say i think the thing with the island is that it's it's two and one point i don't think that it's significant enough to like really worry about the exact implication of like being told versus um doing something of your own uh fruition maybe we should just switch to the facebook rules where they get points every time they say the word survivor (laughs) honestly (laughs) well our our silly system has wound up with blockbuster definition raking in 33 points only 33 and points just an absurd amount of points not the most because we've we're good at season, picking though. players yeah, yeah I... by one <laughs> and you also got those points yeah i hate you uh <laughs> well hate's a very strong word i think yes strongly dislike is what you're trying to go for <laughs> no, no 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 i knew what i said <laughs> gosh the 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 having 
Luvu on your team to yeah, it, it made a little bit of difference. Immunity every. We could have every done the uh, Uwa gambit, but uh, we chose the Luvu gambit, and that's good now. Yeah, well, so, so at first, you know, I was thinking, used to having no players in this game. I was thinking maybe we have the winner on the green tribe, and while it might be true, uh, stacking the green tribe would not have been a good idea. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> All right, so right now totals, we got the friends we made along the way with 92 points. Uh, not quite able to cross into the triple digits, but if they get another 19 points next week, they surely will. Uh, they next up, we got Flame Pog Empire with 113 points. Puts in a nice second place. Uh, yet they are 26 points behind Blockbuster Definition, which sits at 139. Uh, you know, and I have to say this every time, this could be the start of... Uh, blockbuster definition losing every single player in a row and honestly tb's i would be kind of down for it <laughs> not philosophy <laughs> tb's prediction will come true you've got an average of 27.8 points for every episode this so far this season Whoa. for now that is crazy you for see now. i mean like uh, right now i'm at the point of the game where i have no players so i can't win so the the actual scoring of the game uh, doesn't become very interesting to you, but I still technically have players, so I can't compete for Flame Pogs, so it's, it's maybe, just kind of the boring part of the season. Maybe when we get the merge, we redraft. Like, I've given you a few gimmicks that uh, pitch in a few gimmicks for this merge, but... I, I don't know. That one seems a little We just all play rough. the game of Mario Party and gamble the points we've <laughs> oh, earned Oh, so wait. Far. I'm, actually, I'm actually so down for that. I will crush you and first pick Chantel every single time. And that is the episode <laughs> that Chantel Abraham. goes home. Fred, I'm first pick, so dude. I'm going to pick Abraham. Yeah, there you go. Dude, <laughs> should... I... Like, I just want to say... I apologize. Very good story arc for this season, though, I mean. (laughs) I think this season is entirely my fault. (laughs) Like, I just, you know, Chantel's great, and I'm glad she's winning, but I I just... How did did we somehow make Chantel, like, the main character of our our preseason episode? That's just... Because that's just just how how I work, that's how the universe responds to me. Like... I, you know, I hold too much power with no control over it. The universe will just sometimes decide that a thing that I did is going to come back to haunt me in the absolute most spectacular way possible. And this is one of those moments. Except it's kind of the other way around in this case, because it's like a double blind scenario. Survivor's already happened. It's just you, you had the prophecy to uh, to to screw up the draft. <laughs> In order to make it more interesting. No, I dis no no I no I disagree. <laughs> Survivor didn't happen yet because it didn't happen in my in my field of view. Therefore, it had not so happened. If, yet. Yeah, even if the se- season had already <laughs> aired and we were just watching it afterwards, uh, it would still happen. Like I said, if I drafted Chantel, she would not win. That is just <laughs> that is just how it works. Jeff Probst listened to their draft. He's like, okay, guys, we're going to have to refilm 41 now. We have to refilm 41. 
Uh, but Chantel, uh, you're the main character, so I know you went home first uh, last time we did this, <laughs> yeah. but uh, the new script changes came in. Yes, sorry, Abraham. I know you played a great game, and, and you really deserve that win, but we just, it just, we can't. <laughs> We're going to need that million back, sorry. <laughs> so, with that all being said, the highs and lows of season 41. That brings it all together for us this week. If you want to go see the other episodes of RNG Show, it's as easy as going to rngshow.com. There's a huge list of all different episodes we've done there. It's spectacular. Thanks to Mango for editing this episode. Thanks to Subtact for the use of our theme song, Step Up. Uh, like I mentioned before, the spreadsheet is over at rngshow.com slash 41 or in the show notes. And we will be back here with you next week to talk about whatever uh, exciting drop your buff shenanigans go on next time with maybe a slightly different group of people. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye again. I'm just saying, it, 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 I, I, there there is another twist we could incorporate here uh, with the secret uh, with the secret uh, thing from the game within the game. You guys don't know about it. It could be a great mid season twist for us. Oh, yeah. Is, is it what? Are, what are you well, thinking? Uh, 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 Fr- Fred and uh, and Toon, uh, mute mute yourselves or deafen yourselves just just briefly. What? Uh, what? So just deafen <laughs> yourselves briefly. Just deafen up. We'll, we'll, ta- we'll post in chat. <laughs> We're talking okay. spoilers. All right. Okay. So uh, next next week, we're told that somebody is going to an exile island scenario. So I say I'm gonna I'm gonna shove that that lad Fred off over to Exile Island, and get all the points <laughs> for myself. Oh, I do kind of like this idea. We'll 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 discuss. Okay. That's right. It's my it's my ultimate plan. Exile Island. Goodbye, Fred. All the points are mine. That means my points are doubled, right? <laughs> no, we're not doing points per player. Careful, no I'll send you to Exile Island too, Jimmer. Just watch, just watch. All right, I, I... Sorry, sorry, you're going oh. mad with power. I don't want to go to Exile. <laughs>